Welcome to The Witness, true stories of children and gender identity. Conversations about gender identity are happening in homes and hospitals, therapy offices and classrooms. This podcast invites you to bear witness to how gender identity impacts children and families. All of the testimonies that you will hear have been anonymously shared with Partners for Ethical Care. These stories have been shared by individuals who have agreed to have their experiences published in order to bring awareness and to document what is happening. We invite you to listen and bear witness. Thirteen-year-old girl is uncomfortable and determines that means she's trans. My thirteen-year-old daughter decided last year that she was trans after her friend at school did. She had a horrible bout with anxiety and depression before that. She also had a bad breakup with her first boyfriend, with whom she had her first kiss. Then, she says she's bisexual. Then... I see that she came out at school with a new name and pronouns. I only knew because I was spying after a suicide scare months earlier. It's been a year and a half after she came out and we've successfully treated her anxiety and depression without medication. Amino acid therapy works wonders. Despite feeling better emotionally and separating herself from most of the friends that got her into this, She's still determined to get hormones and surgery at age 18. Her dad and I do not use her chosen name or pronouns, and that bothers her. But I've explained why we don't. That she's on an unsafe path. That feeling uncomfortable in your body doesn't automatically mean you're trans. There's lots of love in our relationship. Tons of hugs. I love yous, and laughs, but there's the elephant in the room, and I worry every day. I see what could happen if she doesn't change her mind. I'm doing lots of activism online and in my community. I need to feel like I'm doing something about this. Endocrinologist prescribes hormones when mother brings daughter in for an adrenal issue. My daughter was diagnosed with anxiety at age 4 and peaked again at age 12 and has been uncontrollable since. Right after she diagnosed herself as transgender at age 15, I had switched her to Children's Hospital Primary Care in Smithville, New Jersey. After five minutes of meeting her without background on her anxiety or self-esteem issues, 
they sent me out of the room and told her to go to a clinic at Children's Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for hormone treatment. Three years later, my daughter was having issues with adrenals, high cortisol. I took her to an endocrinologist at Children's Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to see if there was a medical issue going on causing her uncontrollable anxiety. Again, within five minutes of meeting her, they sent me out of the room and offered her hormones. When they left the room, I asked them in the hallway why they would offer hormones without knowing her. The first doctor got very defensive and said he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> a note was in her chart from her primary care doctor that she self-identifies as transgender. We were there for an adrenal issue, not a trans issue. Why would they bring that up? I was told by the senior physician that I needed therapy because I cannot accept her identity. The other doctor said that legally in the state of Pennsylvania, a nine-year-old could go without consent and get hormones. Do not take a child there if they identify as trans. specialist prescribes puberty blocking drugs to minor in one half hour visit. At the suggestion of our family physician and my daughter's former therapist, I made an appointment with a gender specialist at Children's Hospital. I thought we would be talking with someone who could help my daughter sort out her confusing feelings about gender and the discomfort she felt with her body. I was blindsided when we met with a pediatric endocrinologist who quickly affirmed my daughter's self-diagnosis of gender dysphoria and offered to prescribe the puberty-blocking drug Lupron after half an hour conversation. All that was required was the approval of one parent. As I recall, I don't believe a note from a therapist was needed. There was no discussion of underlying mental health issues or trauma that might have been causing my daughter's distress. She assured me that Lupron is perfectly safe and reversible and that my daughter was at risk for suicide if her gender dysphoria was not medically treated. I was in tears. I felt like I was being misled and emotionally manipulated. It was very irresponsible of this doctor to bring up the dubious suicide risk right in front of my daughter. We did not return to that clinic, and I am happy to report that at age 17, my daughter's gender dysphoria is starting to lift. Watchful waiting was the right course of action. It cost nothing, and there were no side effects other than the discomfort of puberty. But isn't that just an unavoidable, yet important part of the human experience?
This has been The Witness, true stories of children and gender identity. The Witness podcast shares these stories to give voice to individuals who cannot share their stories publicly due to the possibility of losing their jobs, their friends, and their children. All stories are confidential and anonymous. You can share your story too. Go to partnersforethicalcare.com and click the Share Your Story button. We welcome your story, your time, and your donation to support this important work. Partners for Ethical Care is a nonprofit organization made up of individual volunteers from across the globe focused on one mission to raise awareness and support efforts to stop the unethical treatment of children by schools, hospitals, and mental and medical health care providers under the duplicitous banner of gender identity affirmation. We believe that no child is born in the wrong body. Thank you for listening and bearing witness.